Welcome to Speak On It with Who You With, Kirk Dog. I'm M, Who You With, Kirk Dog. want to welcome everyone to the show, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, Twitter, D-Live is always in the house. Also, we want to welcome uh, Anchor FM. Uh, while we're doing the live shows, we are recording for the podcast uh, shows on Anchor. I'm wondering why I can't see myself. I didn't have no lights on. Uh, but uh, yeah, welcome to the show. We're going to hit up a couple of stories tonight, but we're not going to be on here long because it's been a rough night and have an early morning. So um, welcome to the show. You can live chat with us in the chat room, whichever platform you are on. Please support the show by liking, sharing, telling a friend that we are live. And also, um, and if you have hearts or whatever you may have on that platform, uh, raise them up. Let's uh, get those numbers up. So uh, tonight, uh, this actually happened a couple of days ago. Uh, London, uh, London uh, Pen. Yeah. I don't know if y'all seen the video, the uh, picture of it. it wasn't a video, but a picture of it uh, where the brother... Now, I believe his wife was into a uh, road rage incident, accidentally had an accident or whatever. But she called him about 30, 35 minutes later. He shows up holding the baby and also pointing a gun at the same time. So uh, definitely, uh, I don't know. Who, okay, that was from early. Um so definitely uh we'll talk about that and talk about the charges he faces um everybody who have a gun shouldn't have one and uh then we also going to talk about uh greg uh covid abbott uh signed that a, that a voter suppression bill today in tyler texas so we're going to talk about that and then also we're going to hit on um, a statement that he made about the abortion bill. So we're going to talk about that too. Uh, like I said, we're not going to be on here long, but it will be strong. So you can live chat with us in the chat room, uh, or you can even call in and give us your opinion. But if you call in, please understand that um, there's a couple of rules you have to follow. Please do not block your number. I would not answer. And also, um, Please um, be respectful. Uh, not only calling in, but also in the chat, be respectful. Because if not, uh, we'll make sure you're unable to do it anymore. So um, um, once again, like I said, welcome to the show. Not sure what's going on with my system, but it's kind of dragging along. But we're going to keep it moving. So this um, uh, article came out the other day gunman hold infant while shooting at three women during road rage yeah um the Cincinnati police department released a screenshot um, of a road rage incident that resulted in a man shooting at three women while holding an infant child in his arm according to reports two women were involved in a in a minor car accident on Wednesday, while the collision didn't cause any significant damage to other vehicle words, were exchanged between the two drivers during the verbal exchange. One of the female drivers warned the other woman, I'm going to go get my man. 
you better go get them. You better go get yours. Um, so uh, Landon um, Penn arrived on the scene about a half, about a um, half an hour, half hour later, uh, before walking into a house. Once the 31-year-old man returned, he appeared with a handgun and was captured on video holding the gun in one hand and a baby in the opposite hand. A screenshot of the video shows Penn pointing his gun at the 54-year-old woman, her two-female passenger, with the baby still in his arm. Penn allegedly shot the, shot the three women uh, and caused the 50-year-old driver to suffer a gunshot wound to the forearm due to a ricocheting bullet. Penn was later arrested by police who found the 9mm pistol in his possession at the time of the arrest. Penn was been, has been charged with felonies, assault, child endangerment, and having weapon while under disability. A fool in his gun. That, that's all I can say, a fool in his gun. Welcome to the show, Radio Chaos. Thank you for tuning in. I'm always supporting the show. So this dude had wife called him half hour later. He show up. Now the wife, I don't know who she was, but said, well, I'm going to go get my men and you better call yours. You better get yours. Um, now I'm not going to say no name because, uh, um, but anyway, she called the man, he shows up with a baby in one hand and a gun in the other hand and also shot at the women. Now, reason why I say a fool in his gun, first of all, there was a minor accident whatever the situation was y'all could exchange insurance information not unless you didn't have none could have changed insurance information and let them deal with it it's no use to getting upset um but then you come up there with your baby in your arm and shooting at at these females for the minor accident and I could just imagine uh, if that baby don't have hearing damage, because it's a small child. This child look mm, looking at the picture, maybe less, maybe no older than six months old, but definitely less than a year old. And this baby holding on for dear life as the daddy point the gun at the women and shoot at them, which is crazy. <clears throat> That's why we, we, everybody shouldn't have guns. Everybody should not have guns and he need to be held accountable. And I wonder if they're going to try to bring charges up on, on the, his wife for calling. Because if it was a minor accident, you could have just solved it. Now, it's a different if the three women was trying to attack his wife. It still don't justify shooting a firearm 
with your child in your arm. It don't justify that. So, um, but that's everybody. I don't know the full story. The full story haven't came out yet, but apparently at some point we will get the full story. But from what I'm reading so far, um, he don't need to have a gun. And if your wife was not being attacked, mm-mm. There's no use of having a gun. You coming up acting like that because I could just imagine how his wife got, baby, come up here. These, these heifers up here acting a fool. Uh, and then I hit them or they unhit me. They caused me to run into them, whatever it was. But you got to have a calm shoulder when you uh, have, have to have your mind clear when you decide to carry a firearm and you got to know what to do when to do it if your wife wasn't in danger it was no use of pulling it out bottom line so we'll be watching this story because right now he's charged and that child endangerment i don't know but it's not gonna look good for him so that's my opinion about it i'm not in law enforcement i'm not a lawyer but you shooting a firearm while you're holding your child? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Greg Abbott. Yeah, Greg Abbott. We mentioned, I think it was Sunday, we mentioned that the uh, voter suppression bill was on his desk, or it could have been, yeah, I think it was Sunday. And he decided to sign it today. But also, in the midst of signing it, He also put out a statement about um, uh, the abortion bill. He talked about the abortion bill. It won't force rape victims to have have, uh, babies. So basically, uh, what he's saying, if if a woman was raped, because apparently he'd been listening to the show because I mentioned that last time about um, how are you going to force a woman to carry a rapist child? And he's saying that bill does not force them to carry it, uh, which is good. But then he says some other things. Um, he says some things about, i just read it. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott weighed in on the burning question related to the state recently passed bill banning abortion after six weeks. What about victims of rape during a Tuesday press conference? Abbott said the law gave rape victim up to six weeks to get abortion and thus uh, does not do that, force victim to have their assault their child. Let's be clear. Rape is a crime, Abbott said. And Texas will work tireless to make sure that we eliminate all rapists from the street of Texas by aggressively going out and arresting them and prosecuting them and getting them off the streets. Uh, the state of Texas have taken a national beating for the passage of Senate Bill 8, which went into effect September the 1st under the, the law. Abortion cannot be performed once a fetal heartbeat is detected. As soon as six weeks before many women even know they're pregnant. SB8 allow private citizens to sue abortion providers 
or anyone who helps someone get an abortion. Uh, some critics say this world, um, they basically put a bounty on people's heads and encourage a uh, feverish lawsuit. Citizen can be sued for $10,000 or more if an abortion is performed outside of the six-week period. My thing is, how would they know it been more than six weeks? Um, are you getting any med- medical records? And or is somebody leaking that information? So um, I feel that it is still a woman's choice. Uh, we should not be able to tell a woman what to do with her body. Um, but Greg did sign this um, this um, uh, voter suppression bill here in Texas, uh, basically saying it's going to make it harder to cheat. Now, I don't know. There was no proof of uh, of um, anybody voting for Biden to win this election uh, illegal. But we do know there was a lot of people that actually um, voted for Trump illegal. So he tweeted out today, proud to sign Senate Bill 1 into law, which will uphold the integrity of our election in Texas. Thanks at Senator Brian Hughes and Rep. Murr for leadership on this issue. The law will make it easy to vote and harder to cheat in the Lone Star State. Make it easier to vote and harder to cheat. Well, Basically, what you're saying, you're going to, and and according to this bill, you're going to remove some, you're going to make it harder for the minorities to be able to vote because of the um, the large turnout this last November during the election. And um, so you're going to make it even harder for people who can get out and vote. And when he first started talking about it, they was talking about closing some of the polling place in certain neighborhoods, especially down in Houston. We seen in the last election, he actually tried to um, uh, have one drop-off place for uh, mail-in ballots. Now, yeah, Tarrant County is a huge county. And if you have a a drop-off place on the west side of Tarrant County, but all the people on the east side that's doing mail-in ballots may not be able to get out there. So that's not fair. These are the type of games he played last year. He tried to do it, so now he's changing the bills for he can't do it. And uh, even Dallas County. They wanted one drop-off place in Dallas County. Would Dallas County run from um, Rockwall all the way over to uh, Grand Prairie? That's a large area from, and then from, uh, I want to say it's 635. I don't know if Formers Branch, I think Formers Branch is part of Dallas County too. Yeah, it is because part of Dallas run through there. So Formers Branch all the way down to, um, um, Ellis County, which is, uh, um, I guess, McLaughlin area. So he's playing these type of 
type of games. And it's not easy for everyone to get out and vote because a lot of people may not have transportation. They may not be able to bus, uh, afford the bus service. So these are the type of games he's playing. And that's why, just like I told Dan Patrick last night, start packing your bags because you finna get voted out next year. We're going to vote you out. We're going to change uh, the laws to where it's going to benefit everyone and not just one group of people. Take the laws and move on. That's all you have to do. Trump laws, and that's it. Uh, Marcellus, welcome to the show. Um, thank you for always supporting. Say good evening, everyone. It's the People Show. I appreciate it. Uh, Marcellus said, we call that throwing rocks and hiding their hand. How are you going to make voting better while trying to keep people from voting? Because he only concerned about a certain group of people. Trump woke a lot of people up. He woke a lot of people up because what they have done uh, with Trump, they basically have uh, woke up the sleeping giant because a lot of lot more people have came out and vote. We've seen in, in um, several midterm elections. Um, when was it? Um, all the new uh, uh, records that was broken where some city have gotten a first elected officials. Uh, I believe it was uh, Lillian or Frisco that got the first black mayor and the other one got the first black female city council. Grand Perry elected two uh, brothers to city council. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where he's throwing rocks, hiding his hands, and pretending like he's not doing nothing wrong. But... That's how they play this political game. And that's why we need to make a difference. Uh, welcome to the show, T. Callis, up in the house. Um, uh, thank you for always tuning in and supporting the show. Uh, no matter which platform you're on, please take the opportunity to like, share, uh, subscribe, uh, send hearts, whatever you have to do to support the show. Uh, so definitely do that. And we really appreciate it. Because we are working uh, hard to do, come up with some new stuff for the next couple of months into next year. Uh, once we're ready to share it, we would definitely let you know. And uh, we, Miss Risky, thank you for taking lead on that because uh, we are working hard trying to make some things happen. Um, but um, we're also, we want to be able to bring more shows to you. Um, dealing with other things other things that's going on uh we want to have a fun time we don't want to always talk about politics and all of that but we also need to make people stay informed because a lot of feedback i get is um is if it wasn't from you i never would have heard about this story heard about that story and and i take that from um warren ballotine who was um they called him the uh, uh, the people attorney, I believe, or something like that. And uh, back when I was driving trucks full time and um, um, going all across this world, but I used to listen to him all the time on Sirius XM, and he would he would bring up a lot of these stories that I never heard of before. 
because mainstream media would not talk about them. Um, kind of like the movie Fruitville, Fruitville Station. I heard about it first on his show. I didn't know much about it, but once I heard about it and started looking into it, and I'm like, wow, then they made the movie about it. So I knew what the movie was about, and I knew it was based on a true story. If you haven't had the opportunity to check out Fruitville Station, definitely check it out. It's a very good story, very um, strong story. And I, I don't know if Michael B. Jordan actually um, was doing movies before then, but that was the first movie I seen him performing in. And it's a great movie, Fruitville Station. Check it out. It's been out for for a pretty good while, and it's based up on a on a true story. A lot of these stories that we cover dealing with police brutality, um, killing unarmed unarmed people, and getting a slap on the wrist. So definitely check it out, Fruitville Station. I mentioned that story, that movie, several times on the show, but. It's, it's a powerful story, and this what we're talking about today, uh, dealing with police brutality. This is nothing new. Uh, I get comments. People say, oh, you, you talk about this, you talk about that all the time, but at the same time, what's wrong with uh, putting a spotlight on it to make people aware of it? And if you're one of those type to say, oh, you always talking about this, that, or whatever. I don't want to hear that. Well, you have choices you can make, but you choose to come and listen because what we're talking about is giving people information that you're not going to go to uh, the news outlet and talk about it, hear them talking about it, because as long as they can keep it under the rug, they don't have to worry about it, it, it getting out. So with myself and several other people that actually do this, it's a reason why, because it actually do make a difference. Um, I get stories all the time about different cases, and it's overwhelming sometimes, but I'm dedicated to do it. We do our homework on it. And I tell anybody when they come to me with a story I haven't heard about, I'm going to check it out. If it don't sound right, I'm not going to deal with it. I look at everything before I just make a judgment on it. I have to look at every part of it. But some people, they like, oh, it's my son, it's my daughter, it's it's my cousin, it's uh, this, that, or whatever. But once you start looking deeper into it, you start realizing, hey, the hand wasn't all that clean. So... Um, so that's the reason why we do uh, cover a lot, a lot of these stories. And then now since last year with Trump, well, not just last year, but since Trump was elected in 2016, um, but this last past year with all this voter um, and stuff that he trying to say it was cheating and stuff like that. And now we got the politician trying to change the laws. So you're not going to hear um, a local TV station talking about voter suppression. You're not going to hear them expressing that, hey, what they're trying to do 
is wrong or what they're deciding to do, it's wrong. It's going to make it harder for the low community to get out and vote because they're going to close the polling place in those particular neighborhoods and make it where you got to go way across town where you barely uh, surviving already, but now you're going to have to come up with a way to get over there. And you also have to remember in this uh, bill, uh, I don't know if they tuck it out. I haven't looked at it in a while, but at one point they wanted to make it wrong for people to give people rides to the polls. And that was wrong. So uh, in the black community, like it was um, uh, on Sundays, they would have a super Sunday where we ride to the polls and go vote. So they, they tried trying to eliminate those things. Now, if you're one of those ones sitting back complaining, uh, you're probably not getting out and voting. You're probably not even registered to vote. So before you complain about it, look at everything and then turn around and, and ask yourself, hey, what can I do to make a difference? Don't just sit back in the corner when things don't go your way and and complain about it instead of trying to come up with a solution about it. And that's one thing that we are doing. We're making people acknowledge what's going on. And it's up to us to make a difference, not just talk about it, but we need to be about it. Because we could talk all day long, but if we don't get out and do something about it, it wouldn't even make a difference. We just running out, running our mouth. That's all we're doing. But with us, I'm encouraging everyone, please get out and get registered to vote and get out and vote for the simple fact. If you don't vote, they're not concerned about you going out marching and protesting. Are they going to say that's all all uh, uh, people going to do anyway? They're going to march, protest and tear up their neighborhoods. But if you start marching to the polls and voting, oh, we can get some things changed. We can get some laws changed, but it's going to take more than just a handful of folks. It's going to take all of us to do it. So, yeah, we definitely need to um, continue to get out and vote, get registered to vote. Um, like I said, I'm, I didn't sleep good last night, woke up three o'clock this morning. I'm not not been fleet good and I have an early morning tomorrow because um gotta hit it. So uh, but tomorrow night we should be back tomorrow night if the good Lord say the same. I appreciate y'all for tuning in and until tomorrow night, peace. <laughs>